We turn now to chapter 4, verses 14 to 16, and we'll just spend one session on this. Yet, and I'll come back to why that yet is there in relation to what goes before. Yet it was kind of you, or literally, you did well. And I think this whole text is to say how they did well. How did you do do well? I want to say you did well, or you were kind. It was kind of you to share my trouble, referring back to the gift that he spoke of in verse 10, but we'll see that in a minute. It was kind of you to share my trouble. And you Philippians yourselves know that in the beginning of the gospel— And I think that refers to when the gospel first came to their region, Macedonia. So in that season of the beginning of the gospel coming to you in that surrounding region, when I left Macedonia, I'll give you a map in just a minute, no church entered into partnership with me in giving and receiving except you only. What other churches does he have in mind? I'll show you in just a minute. Even in Thessalonica, you sent me help for my needs once and again. So we want to just linger for a little bit on how they did well here in partnering with Paul financially, unlike all the other churches. Father, help us to see how the flow of thought works here in their doing well in participating in Paul's ministry. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Yet, here we got to go back and get the flow of this. So Paul is starting here in 10. We spent six sessions on this. I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at length you have revived your concern for me. So they have finally sent Epaphroditus and sent Paul financial gifts, evidently, to take care of him while he's in prison, either in Rome or maybe Caesarea. And he's rejoicing that they did this. And yet, he says, in a way, seemingly minimizing his dependence on their gift, saying, not that I'm speaking of being in need. So when I'm rejoicing in your gift, it's not because I'm desperate or I'm craving or that my contentment depends upon your need. And of course, that may have sounded like he's not appreciative of what they did or that maybe they didn't do the right thing because they sent him money when he really doesn't need money because I know how to be brought low and I know how to abound. So that's what the yet comes from. I, in a sense, don't need your money because I'm not speaking of being in need, and I've learned to be brought low. And so we go back to the beginning of our text. Yet, please don't misunderstand me, it was very kind of you. You did well. You didn't do badly. You didn't sin. You didn't undermine my dependence on the Lord Jesus by sending me money. So in a sense, we could say his joy was right, Even though he says, I am content when I'm brought low and when I'm in need and when I'm hungry. And you might think then, well, if you're content when you're in need and you're content when you're hungry and you're content when you're brought low, what are you doing rejoicing when they send you gifts? 
And he's saying, no, I did well in rejoicing. It's right for me to rejoice. You don't have to not rejoice in people's kindness to you because you have learned to be content without the kindness. Similarly, he says, yet it was kind of you. You did well, which means you don't have to belittle other people's generosity to you just because you've learned to live without it. That's the lesson. That's the spiritual relational lesson here. Paul didn't need their money and their gifts in order to be profoundly content in Jesus. He was ready to die with Jesus, go to heaven, be happier there. But he knew they did well, and he was celebrating this well-doing here. So he explains how they did well, just to make sure they get it. You Philippians yourselves know that in the beginning of the gospel, when I left Macedonia, when was that? No church entered into partnership with me in giving and receiving except you only. So they had given and they had received. I'm not sure exactly what this receiving is. Perhaps the spiritual gifts of Paul's ministry among them, or perhaps the benefit that we'll see in verse 17 when they give God credits them with a blessing. So this giving and receiving could be practical in material things or spiritual for material, or could be their bank account in heaven just got enriched by their giving. We'll check that out next time in the next text. But I want you to see what this leaving Macedonia implies. So no church, no church, let me just say that. No church shared with Paul when he left Macedonia. When was that? I drew this ahead of time because I can't draw. You can see that I can't draw. Here's Jerusalem. Let's put it in another color. Here's Jerusalem. Here's uh, Antioch. Here's Ephesus. Here's uh, Troas. He goes over from Troas to Philippi, that's where these people live that he's writing to. He goes from Philippi, that he's in Philippi in Acts 16. He goes to um, Troas over here in Acts 17. And he spends from two to four weeks there, it seems, because in 17.2, it says he was there for three Sabbaths. And they drive him out or he has to leave because of trouble, and he goes to Berea. And we don't know how long he's in Berea, and from Berea, these folks who are angry here come out, and they take him down to the coast, and he goes to Athens. Now, that little red line there is because this is Achaia, the region of Achaia. This is Macedonia. So Philippi's in Macedonia, Thessalonica's in Macedonia, Berea is in Macedonia. We know those are the three cities of Macedonia where he ministered, and uh, there's a church here, there's a church here, maybe there's a church here, and he leaves Macedonia here in 17, I think, verse 15. And what he says back here is, when I left Macedonia... No church entered into partnership with me except you only. 
which means that Thessalonica didn't send anything down here when he was in Athens, and Berea didn't send anything. And we know from 2 Corinthians here that he's referring to the generosity of the Philippians sending him what he needs down here. When I was with you, you Corinthians, no, he's, he's gotten here by now when he writes this. So here's Corinth over here. When I was with you and was in need, I did not burden anyone for the brothers who came from Macedonia. So that's the Philippians. The brothers who came from Macedonia supplied my need. So I refrained and will refrain from burdening any of you. So while he's in Corinth, he's not burdening the Corinthians with his support. He's getting support from the Philippians. And that's what he's referring to back here. You Philippians yourselves know that in the beginning of the gospel, when I left Macedonia, no church entered into partnership with me in giving and receiving except you only. Now, he loves the Thessalonians, but they, maybe they were more poor, or maybe they didn't have a chance, or maybe something else got in the way of them being able to share. But only the Philippians and Paul is celebrating, you did well in this. And then he circles back, even when I was still in Thessalonica, just three weeks maybe after I was with you, you sent help to me once and again. So here he is in, in Thessalonica. He spends two to three weeks here. During that two to three weeks, this baby church here, just a handful of believers, Lydia, the jailer, the, the slave girl who was saved, those are the three we know about, they have taken up a collection and have sent money here. And that's what Paul is celebrating in verse 16. Even in Thessalonica, you sent me help for my needs once and again. So he says back in chapter 1, verses 3 to 5, I thank my God in all my remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all, making my prayer with joy because of your partnership. Remember that phrase? You entered into partnership with me in giving and receiving because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Isn't that amazing? This first day probably refers to the very first day I, I converted any of you, you began to help me. I mean, Lydia invited, I mean, the, the jailer invited him into his house the night he got saved. And Lydia invited them into her house. And so from the very first day, this amazing church in Philippi was sharing Paul's needs. And the point of this text is, you shouldn't be ashamed of that, even though I said back here, in 10 to 13, that technically I don't need your gifts to be content. Nevertheless, I'm rejoicing that you sent them and you did well in sending them.